Welcome, everybody, to the 98th episode and nap. Just waking up. Yeah, I'm just waking up, everybody. Welcome to the 98th episode of the Sawdust Nation podcast with your hosts, myself, Nap, from Nap's Naughty Works LLC, Nick from MPG Creations, and Josh from North Country Woodworking. Uh, we got a little bit going on. I mean, shoot, we're kind of getting uh, pretty close to this 100th episode. We're only two episodes away, all three if you include today. Um, but before we talk about any more of that stuff, kind of just dive into what's going on in the shops. You've been, you been drinking that? <laughs> you all right? Yeah, man. I'm just, you know, just kind of waking up, you know. You're bringing the intensity uh, no, and the did. slurring and... <laughs> Dude, no, real, yeah, honestly though, for real, I, I took like an hour nap and I literally woke up probably about 30, 40 seconds ago. So, yeah, you can, de- you can definitely tell. Well, uh, welcome yeah. to the 90s, what number 90s? 90-something episode. <laughs> Who gives a damn? Yeah, it's like I've been drinking. <laughs> It's <laughs> been a rough day today, but Nick, check on the shop, man. <laughs> Talk about your shops. I'm making fun of me. Oh my gosh! Well, my shop has been pretty busy. Yeah, I've been uh, getting my uh, getting some space cleared away and ready for the new Omtech laser that's due to arrive here in the next few days. Um. It is arriving on a freight truck, so I'm gonna I'm trying to schedule it to where I, I'm actually you know to where I'm here, and hopefully the driver just doesn't drop it at the foot of my driveway and bounce, because unlike the last laser that I had, which I did sell by the way, it's gone. It's my home tech is now in a in the custody of a who what's his shop called so uh he is now actually finally established why not woodworking why not woodworking on instagram um anyway his name is john davis and he's good he's a good dude good woodworker um he's got my laser and it's still still chugging along uh making money for whoever's got it so um but that being said uh, i had to expand the space the footprint a little bit in my garage I did some measurements and had to move some workbenches over and I'm just re- reformatting my entire my entire shop essentially because not only did I well, the lasers get in here but I have my my avid I I, I opted in for the 4x4 avid pro CNC that will be here in approximately 6 well 15 weeks now because I ordered it last week I think but um they got a pretty pretty long turnover time for pretty long wait time for their, their products. But, uh, I'm, I'm really excited and I'm, you know, excited to get, uh, get the old Lex carve out of the garage. I still have one left, obviously. Other than that, I've been working on shadow boxes. I have two shadow boxes to complete before the first of June, as well as one, uh, like plaque style hat holder, hat board, and then um, a coin rack I have to do, which should be fairly simple. Coin racks are real easy. Um, the shadow box, one of the shadow boxes is going to be in the style of the American flag with like the state cut out of the center of it. So, you know, you'll look through the, the cutout of the state where the glass is where the glass will be. Uh, and the other one is a big old Chevron that I'm engineering because it's got to be bigger than normal. Um, other than that though, I did a little cleanup, blew out the garage the other day. 
uh, you don't really realize how much dust accrues until you get the old leaf blower out. <laughs> and then, then it looks like a blizzard in the street. Um, I had my old dust collection unit and that, so the bag for that was full, full up. And I just didn't empty it. I just left it there because I wasn't using it. I was like, oh, I'll get it later. Oh, I'll get it later. Right. Well, one, you know, I needed to get, make room. So it was taking up some room and, uh, I spilled sawdust all over my driveway and, uh, but the cool news is that, uh, my, my street is like a wind tunnel. So it just disappeared. I don't know where it went, but it disappeared. All that sawdust in my driveway. Neighbor's yard. <laughs> I, well, I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, like it's spread out across many neighbor's yards. So no, it's, it's, uh, it's at the lady's house across the street. Oh my goodness. That lady. She finally moved that beater that beater car that was parked across the street from me. By the way, um, she so if the, I've, I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but the, I've got two vehicles parked across the street from me as of about a month ago. One's a giant box truck that's been sitting there for a year, and the thing doesn't doesn't move. It's so annoying trying to back out of the driveway. And the second the second one is this car it's like a mazda or something which if you got a mazda great right but this thing's got a smashed inside like it was t-boned and it's just been sitting in the in the road leaking um leaking oil all over the street so it was mint so, no so and then nap was over the house one day and we were playing cornhole out in the road and that lady came out hollering at him because uh apparently he leaned against that mint that cherry vehicle the one with the smashed inside. <laughs> I mean, I I would be I'd be upset too, Nap. You're just a big dude. So But yeah, uh let me just add my my extra bit of damage, my my like bot like the oils from my skin uh, on the paint that look trying to keep it classy, man. We're you know, they're trying to keep the paint and the finish good. That de- adds character. <sighs> what do you mean? Feature? The feature? You uh, the how about the how about the Jackson Pollock painting? It's spewing underneath. Um, <laughs> underneath the vehicle of, of uh, all the fluids it's leaking. So that's another thing. Uh, the uh, sheriffs came out. I didn't call the police. I didn't call the sheriff. But the sheriff came out and tagged the vehicle for towing, and that lady came and moved it. So, yeah. Well, what about the what about that box truck? Uh, I think I think so. My neighbor has a bigger grudge against these other folks as well because of the vehicles. He can't back out of his driveway either. And I think he went and uh, was like, "Hey, officer, what do you uh, we say about putting something on that box truck too?" So he he went and left a notice on it. <laughs> so Yay. I know, right? It has nothing to do with making or woodworking, but um, there goes the CIA watching Nick. Yeah, but like when you got when you got feuding neighbors, <laughs> a three a three letter agency even watching them. Three letter agency? What do you mean? The HOA? Yeah, the HOA is watching you from that box truck the entire time. Oh, oh, the CIA. Yeah, that's right. They were they're monitoring garage operations. They must, you know, whoever was in there doing surveillance must be dead because that that door has never opened on the thing. It's been locked. <laughs> so, anyway, anywho, uh, we have some exciting news. Um, just to let everybody know that we mentioned makerstock.com before on the podcast, and that's where we get all of our acrylic, or at least that's where I get all of my acrylic. Um, but I know these other two guys uh, get their get some stuff from the website as well. Check it out, makerstock.com. We are now partners with them of makerstock.com. 
And uh, I will go ahead and pull up the promo code, and we'll give it to you at the end of the podcast. Uh, but you can save ten percent off of your off of one order off make, makerstock.com. Give them a look, see, man. They got all good stuff. They got Baltic birch and veneers and all that stuff. So if they don't have something, you know, you could always shoot them an email and they'll look into it. So, but that's all I got going on in the shop, guys. Uh, Josh, since you you've been up all day and haven't haven't taken a nap and aren't drowsy uh what's going on over there in uh oh bravo by the way bravo on that that video you put on instagram dude like okay first of all folks i think this might be a sawdust nation podcast first, it's a first as as it's a first the the counts like he put a reel up of his brand new optic laser and by the way i think it's freaking beautiful by the way oh yeah the thing what is that the hunter watt it's a beaut oh yeah Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And currently, that particular post, and if I'm just to look at the current standings on it. It's like 11.9 thousand uh, views or something while like we've been talking. Oh, okay. And 804 likes, folks. Like, that is the first post I think we've had with that many likes and that many views. So, Josh, I don't know what voodoo, which match you put on that particular reel. But man, keep it going. Well, I got. Awesome. I also I gotta give you congratulations to Josh and and also on on being a humble individual because I was like, hey Josh, wow, dude, look at all those views on that and all the likes, and he's like, yeah, I know, whatever, bro. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> well, let's face it, okay. Every post that we do on Instagram, every story we do, <laughs> you never know what's gonna blow up. You know, we. But I've done like 500, 600 posts since I started. And like some of the ones I never thought in a lifetime would blow up, blow up. So when something like that happens, you just let it ride. Ride that wave. I thought the trash can video was good. <laughs> it was good, man. <laughs> so so if you haven't seen our Instagram, I, I posted a picture or a video of me throwing away cutoffs into a trash can. And that thing got like <laughs> eight to nine thousand views. I couldn't believe it. Like, wow, dude, you satisfied the algorithm. <laughs> you pretty know? much it. Like, it, it pretty much. It was like, what is it? Uh, the algorithm I say is trash, and him doing a video on practically trash. It, it just, just poetic, you know. Too easy. Anyway, sorry, Josh. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. It's uh, it's interesting watching that grow. Um, anyway, uh, shop. Okay, so we we have a lot going on in the shop. So um, from last week, it feels like even though I didn't have this week off, it's been a lot has happened. So uh, Nap and I sat down. We actually tuned to the laser. Um, after I tried to do it myself, I don't know if I made it better or worse, but we're just going to say I made it worse and he made it better. And uh, now I'm cutting through uh, three quarter inch material and not even looking back. So um, it is working fantastic. I've been using mm. it every day. I got the wife using it. Um, she has now light burn on her computer and learning that program as well. Uh, some growing pains with that, but as anything, she's never had to deal with that program i've been lucky enough to be doing it for a while just because my diode so it's a little easier transition for myself but uh yeah so as far as jobs go i am jobbing it i really can't slow down i just finished a security forces shadow box um with their album and uh it came out pretty good um the client loved it uh, it was one of the first times that the husband was present when I got to present it to uh, the wife. Um, they were going to a TMO uh, briefing and it was right next to the office. So I got to bring it out and uh, yeah, he got to see it. They both loved it. Um, 
all around. Uh, it was a fun project in the fact it was something a little bit different. It was multi-layered. Um, I had to figure out some problems I never really had to deal with and, uh, I know I'm better for it, but I will say, um, <laughs> the laser was primo and making that particular piece. Um, I was able to cut out the, um, the crow pieces, uh, the backer, pretty much everything that I would normally have to cut with saws and everything else and take forever in a day. That project did take a little bit longer because it was the first hexagon I ever had to cut. And I was kind of unsure and didn't want to waste walnut. So basically I did a small hexagon, make sure that the angles I was using were correct, which you can find online. Regardless, I went ahead and did that. It came out good. And then, uh, you know, I built the frame and... <laughs> The last walnut project that I messed up on the CNC came in handy because I was one piece off of finishing the frame. So I went back to that walnut piece and I cut out the piece I needed and it saved a day. Excuse me. But uh, that was a long night. I uh, finished that up about four o'clock in the morning and got it out the door. But, uh, you know, that's the price we pay sometimes. We stay up late. Um, and then moving on, I have uh, I did four flag boxes as well. I had two or no sorry three uh cherry and maple and then one walnut and cherry and basically the story behind that was i had a friend retiring a flight engineer and he had a flag that he's been carrying in the other three flags for children and he wanted the flag boxes to give it during his retirement to his kids with an engraving on back and then one for his flag his retirement flag so i got to make that for him and uh i did the cherry on all four pieces representing basically how they are connected and then the maple was done on the stripe basically so that the kids are you know carving their own paths uh and the father got the walnut because you know he's at the pinnacle of his career he's retiring so i i you know i put some thought into that i really uh i think i did a fairly decent job the family loved it so um it was definitely something that uh I'm getting to make projects for people I know that are retiring and it means a lot more, you know what I'm saying? Just because you know these people. Um, but backing up a little bit to the security forces project, I got to use a total boat UV cure clear resin. Now I got this stuff right here. They let me uh, have some and I tried it out. If you put this on acrylic, it doesn't frost. It, it cures clear. So that's how I actually glued in the acrylic pieces on that piece. Um, and it was easy. I, I put this on. I put the UV light on. It was hard. No weight, no fuss. We use glue and we try to, you know, find the best stuff that is not going to smear and cause it to frost. And this stuff by far has been the best. So if you haven't tried it, um, I would go ahead and try to give it a go. I actually tried it on some uh, scrap pieces first to see how it worked. And once I saw that it basically cleared perfectly clear, <laughs> I w it was a go. So I wanted to bring that up. Um, what else? Uh, I got two security forces uh, going away gifts I need to get completed. I have another shadow box I need to do. Um, I'm pricing out a whole bunch of projects. Basically, this month I thought I had pretty much scheduled out. I just got dumped on with a whole bunch of projects. My Etsy's blowing up. I got um, a hammer I'm shipping out to Hawaii. I got two uh, conversion charts I'm shipping out, one to Utah and one to, I can't remember the other place. Uh, I think Connecticut, maybe. Um, and then um, I sent an invoice to a gentleman down in New Mexico for a huge um, act that I'll be doing 
with him. And that's going to be that 42 by 24 plot inch plaque. Um, he liked, you know, what I gave him as far as the mock-up and you're just waiting to get paid. So, uh, yeah, I got like four shuttle boxes to do at the end of the month. I have a hammer that's due tomorrow. I finished the karate sign. It's oiled up and, uh, basically ready to get wiped down by the end of the night. Wax on, wax off, sir. Yes. And, uh, he's actually getting two 30 inch signs. The one I messed up, the one that looks good. And then a nice 10 inch, uh, one as well. Um, uh, the one that I messed up, I was going to ask him, what would you like me to do with it? It's not quite finished as far as like, there's no finish on it. Um, I didn't know if he wanted it just cherry or I can paint the lettering black or, you know, something different. Maybe he can hang somewhere else. So I'm gonna give him that option. And I, I guess I still have to finish that up for him, but, uh, for the patience and, uh, his understanding, I think it's totally worth it. What else? Well, the CNC just stopped going. I was carving out stripes for uh, Marine E8. I had the client's wife come by uh, today. We went over how they wanted the shadow box. It's going to be a dual uniform shadow box. Um, their desert and then their common uniform um, with just the ribbon rack and the rifle achievements. And maybe if I could fit in the neckline, the pinstripe of the pants, the dress pants of the NCO, um, which, you know what? Personally, a simple shadow box, I think, is always the best. And the way that they laid it out and explained to me what they wanted, it made sense. I, 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 could, I didn't have any questions for them. Like, it was one of those one of those few times when you're talking to a client, they knew exactly how they wanted it. And, like, it was just like, okay, we'll make it happen. So, uh, a lot going in the shop. Um, I also got a new compressor. I got the California uh, Air Tool uh, compressor. And when I say that thing is silent, um, it goes, but deadly, it's like 66 <laughs> decibels. Like when it turns on, you can hear yourself fart. I mean, like that's that, that quiet. So it's, it's nice. Um, I can actually, but that's my, not saying much, Josh. I, yeah, tr- truth be told. Uh, but anyway, um, it, it's great to have a compressor in the shop that I can use at any time of the night. And like, I leave it on now because it doesn't, when it goes off, I can't hear it in my bedroom across the house upstairs. I can barely hear it inside the uh, the shop next to it. So I found out you got to keep the air air filter clean mm-hmm. on those, or else they don't be. They're not no longer silent. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I too shall be getting one of those California Air Tools air compressors. By the way, just FYI. what gallon? What size? Uh, probably like two gallon. Something small because I need it for the automatic tool changer. Oh, okay. but it, it, it's good. I mean, it's gonna have to have like a, a a filter on it as well, not like a filter for moisture as well. So because uh-huh. it's supposed to be dry, clean air that's that's pushing into that thing. Is that something you're gonna install in line, or you like how is that? Gonna yeah, okay. uh, I don't I don't know exactly how it's gonna work yet because I haven't gotten the sp- I, I I bought the spindle as well. Um. <laughs> But um, I don't know yet. We're I'm still working on like I would like to put the CNC together before I even try and figure that out. But we'll see. <laughs> you know, what I mean? dude, you're gonna have a shop full of like brand new tools. Like you got a got a learning curve coming. I have a learning curve coming for the CNC definitely, but the Ohm Tech, I I think it'll be very 
very easy to transition. Yeah, it's going to be easier for sure. But I mean, like the power levels and stuff might be different. I maybe I I don't know. What hundred percent every time, hundred percent. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut through the earth with that thing. That's one way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, Josh got the hundred watt. I got the one thirty. Josh, to- you know, I didn't realize this when Josh was telling me. He's like, I was wondering. I was, I'm gonna get the dual head hundred watt laser. I couldn't believe it. I was like, Are you serious? I didn't even see it on the website. Then I went and looked. I'm like, By golly, that thing is massive. Yep. So you could run like two jobs at once. Yeah, I didn't end up going that road because if I went that uh, dual head 100 watt, um, it would have been the same size bed as the 130 watt. And I am glad I didn't go that high. (laughs) A, um, it's doing everything I needed to do at the wattage I need it. And B, I don't know how I would have fit it in that garage. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, I I actually uh, I I don't know what the bed space is on that offhand. It's it's pretty big, but I'm 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 gonna go camping out there one night. Yeah, it's huge. It's it's like thirty five by fifty one or something crazy like that. It's it's fairly large. Yeah, I mean, wrapping up the shop real quick. Um, you know, things are starting to come into place. Once I get that sign out, I'm all the way caught up with everything. Everything's going out on time. Um. Etsy's is one of those weird things where I didn't expect it, it to blow up, especially with the conversion chart. <laughs> I put that on oh, there yeah. as as like a eh, why not an extra post, right? Did you cut that with your laser, or did you Absolutely. etch it with your? Yeah, how long did it take? Oh, I I don't know. Take uh, I did like four or five of them at a time, so uh, I, I think it's got to be like quick. Weird, fifteen minutes at most. Yeah, see, and that was before I knew. That was before it was dialed in. Now it's dialed in, probably, I don't know, probably less than half of that. Nick trying to compete. Um, <laughs> compete with what? Ben Warren. He goes, uh, is Nick trying to compensate? I am. I am compensating Ben. <laughs> oh, oh, man. By the way, um, I, I wanted to talk to Josh. Like, did you tell everybody yet? Speaking of coming in place um, or coming, what? What, <laughs> what? what just happened? <laughs> You said something about everything in your shop's coming in, coming to place or whatever. Yeah. Okay, but you're coming to our place here shortly, right? I am. For the 100? Um, Did you tell anybody? Yeah, I think we've mentioned it before. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'll be uh, coming down for the 100th episode, and I'll be uh, you know, hanging out. And uh be the first time that all three of us have been together. First time I'm meeting Nap and... <laughs> I'm staying at his house. He's picking me up, so that'd be yeah. a large transition. What day? I actually arrived the day of recording at midnight. What What, well, what day will you be here? Uh, was it the recording the 24th? So I'll be there um, the first minute of the 24th. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to meet Josh from North Country Woodworking and you're in the San Antonio area, go ahead and shoot me a DM. I'll get you scheduled. All right? And uh, – We'll do uh, thirty-minute segments, and uh, you little can meet and greet, little some signatures. Little meet and greet. Know. We'll do we'll do All autographed. That's right. No, we'll do no private sessions. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to go private, get a private dance from Josh. We'll we'll entertain that too. Hey, hey, and hey don't worry. Hey, there's hey. a separate. He's he's got his own room, so we're good. Burn the sheets. Oh my gosh! Burn the sheets. <laughs> get the rubber sheets out. Um, yeah. Anyway, we kind of went. 
kind of went off on a tangent down there. Um, anyway, yeah, I'll be uh, joining these guys, uh, doing the recording for the 100th episode, and then, um, you know, meeting some of our Patreons and other people that reside in Texas, um, which is going to be awesome. You know, I talked to a lot of these guys, and uh, it'd be nice to see them in person. I know WorkBenchCon was great for that, but um, doing this on the private sector without having to go to a convention is even better. So, I can't wait for it, and uh, we're going to set up a um, public viewing in the yard of Neff's house. Yeah, and we're going <laughs> to exactly. It's going to be like uh, it's like it's going to be like the Today Show. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's how it's going to be. Uh, so, if you want tickets to the 100th episode live event on the 24th, just go ahead. Let us know. I'll go ahead and shoot you Naps' address. And uh, he he will be moving out of that house shortly after. So if we trash it, it's fine. So just give me no, a heads up. No, it's not. <laughs> Dude, the people that are buying this house will be super mad. Why does everyone just keep showing up? <laughs> Wait, why do we have 100 people here for the 100th episode? What is happening? I mean. Are we making this a block party? You live in a cul-de-sac, dude. We could put We could make it a block party. It's not off the table. No. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> you got to remember, I'm moving. I got to be able to clean this place up. I still have to make sure it's within what the people saw that are buying this place. Watch the walls be painted a different color. Freaking. Ugh, no. There might be a penis drawn somewhere before we leave. There already is. There better not be. <laughs> Nick what? already went through. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I'm so Josh, uh, speaking of that, uh, you said that you enjoy making shadow boxes and projects for people that you know who are retiring well i always customize the shadow boxes in a in a place where they won't ever see it of course but it's there and i know it's there on the shadow boxes of my friends so i'm just letting you guys know and now if they've listened to this they know yeah now so, they're gonna go looking and it's gonna bother them like where is this thing you know the funny part is that Jesse Four from Jesse Four Woodworks already told me that he is commissioning me for his retirement shadow box next year, and I have already come up with the perfect acrylic peanuts for him. <laughs> inlay. <laughs> it's going to be. That's right, an inlay. Yeah, we went down that and road. A lot of, a lot of the all right. Yep, yes, we did. All right, there's no coming back. No nap. What do you have going on your shop? So, again, like kind of last episode, shop's winding down. But a lot's happened, though, still within the past, uh, well, seven days since the last episode. Seven days. So after we... I know, right? Sounds like a horror film. That's the movie, yeah. The Ring. <laughs> oh, God. Why? Why? I, I don't like scary movies. All right. Yes, everyone. Matt Knapp hates scary movies. Let y'all know. Um, but in them seven days... Seven days. I've helped a matter... Let's see. I've helped one maker... I've gone and hung out with another maker. Um, so let's see, starting with the first thing was I went to uh, Rockport uh, this last weekend uh, to visit uh, Ben from Beach Time Woodworking. We went down to Rockport, hung out with him for a weekend. Uh, he showed us a pretty good time down there. I've actually never been to Rockport, let alone the Gulf. Actually, the entire time I've been here, I, I've not gone to the beach here. I, I just had it. I literally never had time or found time to go do it. But he... Uh, Pretty much made that happen. We ended up staying the night, you know, shared some good laughs, hung out with some of the people that are uh, that were living around them. Uh, very hospitable folks. Uh, but we went to crab boil. We went to we went fishing, and man, let me tell you, I caught the biggest fish. All right, 
So there I was. <laughs> there I was at 7 p.m., okay, with a really large fishing pole, a bucket of live shrimp, and casting out into what I would say is probably one of the windiest evenings. It probably wasn't the greatest um, conditions for fishing, but we did it anyways. And I cast the line out, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. My bait, yeah, like, I kept feeling my hook getting hit by something, and I kept losing shrimp. And I'm like, what is happening? So I cast the shrimp out the last time, and I'm like, I feel something biting my hook. So I kind of, you know, gave a little tug. Give a little yank? And dude, <laughs> give a little yank. Nick. And man, this thing put up a fight. All of 30 seconds of a fight, I start reeling this sucker in, and lo and behold, that big little mother that was tugging all the shrimp off my hook was all of two inches little sunfish little sunfish he's like this big and uh well little did he know he kind of met his demise i uh may or may not have rehooked him and threw him out to try <laughs> something bigger and uh How you do it well, bro i caught nothing catching bait with bait mm-hmm. needless to say i didn't catch anything bigger than that but i was the only one to catch a fish and then sure enough after i caught my fish the two guys that were sitting next to us it looked like they hated me for catching the tiny fish caught a fish as we were leaving, uh, leaving. So I was like, see, that's what happens. I threw all my, the rest of my live bait right in there, right in your area there, practically chummed the waters and look at you, you caught something. Uh, that was pretty cool catching the tiniest of all fish. Uh, and then we went to this place, uh, this breakfast joint the next morning, uh, called the JJ's cafe. And let me tell you something about hole in the wall places. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Some of the best food. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you what, like I, I had a really good time, a lot of good food, a lot of good laughs. And good memories because uh, at the end of the day, I am leaving here. And who knows when the next time I'll see, you know, Ben or anything like that as far as like taking trips like that. Uh, I'm hoping to be back down in, you know, San Antonio maybe or in just in Texas in general after I finally leave the military in those six years. But we'll see. So that was a good time had there. Transitioning into my Sunday, um, I helped John Davis uh, over at Why Not Woodworking. He just established his Instagram page. I kind of told him, kind of like Josh told me a while back, and as well as Nick, like, hey, you need a business page so you can start getting people to follow your stuff. Well, he established his page, and he's been releasing stuff every day just because, you know, he's got a lot of pictures, a lot of projects he's been doing. But he did take Nick's laser over. So we, uh, we picked it up from his house. Nick came over, helped us unload it. By the way, not as heavy as you would have thought. We were thinking this thing was going to be stupid heavy, but really it, it was real quick lift. Uh, we got it to uh, John's house and we set it up. And surprisingly, that thing was still pretty well aligned. What's up, Josh? You sanitized it, right? Like before you brought it into the new shop. Oh, yeah. I forget my my ritual of new tools. Sorry. Um, you wore gloves, right? No. We, we we were wondering what all the greasiness was on it, but uh, the mushroom um, sm- smudge on the on the window. Yeah, he was wondering what that was. was I was like, honestly, bro, just don't use your imagination. All right, just 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 clean it. It's so small, he thought it was a fly. So we got his laser all set up, and dialed in. It really didn't take long because the alignment was actually still good on it. Uh, we just did a ramp test to make sure we gave him the right uh, focal length and all that stuff. And sure enough, he was off to the races within a couple hours. I'm pretty sure he um, keeps that thing running too, man. He's been busy B. Yeah, as soon as he was able to use it, he's been knocking jobs out with it. Uh, that just goes to show that a laser is like a CO2 laser is a game changer. And it's just as for Josh was talking about earlier, how, you know, as once as it was tuned in, he was just, he's just using it. Like his jobs have 
been easier to do. You know, he's not having to um, throw the diode on it, let alone the small Glowforge. Sorry, Glowforge. But Glowforge has small. not been used since it's been dialed in. I basically made the statement of once it was dialed in, the Glowforge does not get turned on. It's going to get clean and sold. And there you go. And then his uh, ROI will be even better because he'll just get get a little, little sum of money back for that, and it just goes right back into the business, which is pretty awesome. Real quick, for, for the budget-minded folks, I know we always talk about CO2 lasers and stuff like that, but I uh, recently I had a buddy get the Artur, or is it Ortur? Ortur, yeah. The Ortur laser, I forget which model, but that little thing hums, man, for what it, for a diode laser. I was like, woo! Uh, absolutely. It's the one I recommend to basically anyone that asks. Um, and that, you know, it's a good segue into uh, just because we have CO2 lasers, we're going that road. Um, you could buy a diode. I mean, I, I, I survived off that thing for a long time. Um, the only thing I suggest, and it's really up to you guys, but um, if you're going to buy a CO2 laser, try to find something that's going to work for you better. Uh, if that includes the Goldforge, if you want something that's easy to you know run, you don't have to think about it, that's fine. Um, if you're more of the maker side and kind of want to you know fine tune your stuff and be able to do it just a little bit more, um, Omtech does have like a five hundred dollar forty five watt CO two laser that is able to be put inside, like like Goldforge. The cutting area is a little smaller, but um, it, it's definitely capable. So you know, if you're considering lasers, do some searching. Um, just don't fall in Goldforge or any particular laser. Do your research. There are a lot of brands out there that you know might fit you better. So yeah, so help John get everything set up kind of getting off the laser bandwagon here um it is actually a really hard bandwagon to jump off of because it is literally the biggest game changer i think in all of our shops which is yeah right awesome. now especially yeah um uh, but then just moving into like jobs i've been doing so um i finally delivered the command chief box and a little story on that one so individual gave me a um they didn't give me all their stuff at once and typically when i make a shadow box the flag that he uses was one of those vinyl flags from Amazon because it, it folds thin, you know, it, it's mm. fairly clean, you know, and I, it's the same size every time. So I have a predetermined depth for each shadow box uh, to fit that flag. Well, they gave me a cloth three by five. This particular cloth three by five was flown over a Packer stadium and stuff, you know, for one of the football games. And when I had asked the question of, Hey, could I cut this flag? Uh, it was a big resounding. No. Uh, because there was actual settlement amount of value behind it. And I was like, oh, that's not good. So I will not cut this flag. Uh, so I'm going to use one of my flags uh, if you're okay with it. And they were like, yeah, cool. Well, because I kind of felt bad because, you know, I like to try to, uh, I like to please my customer and make sure that they get everything they want because obviously they wanted to display this thing, but they wanted to display it nice. So I went ahead and used some of the mahogany I had sitting on the side and I went ahead and made a flag case for him. Uh, it is for his retirement. So it was kind of like a, a gimme from from me, as well as like a hey, I'm sorry I couldn't get this in your shadow box. And yeah, I made him a flag case. I just thought of some stuff I had sitting aside, and I delivered that to him today personally because you know I don't like not giving the customer what they want. So I wanted to make sure I could tell him in person like, hey man, I'm sorry I couldn't get this in there, but because of that, here's a nice flag case for you, so you can still display this flag uh, appropriately. And he was very thankful for that. Um, so much so that uh, he uh, was like, yeah, I'm not even going to unwrap the shadow box because I saw pictures of it already. And it looks awesome because I wrapped it up in like the brown paper. Um, 
And it's going to stay like that until his retirement, and he'll have that, and he's really happy with it. Uh, so that's gone. I did learn a lesson about that, though. Do not leave jobs or leave projects in a truck that's hot because wood likes to twist. So the frame on that sucker twisted on me the day I was supposed to deliver it. And let me tell you, I freaked out a little, just a tad. I was like, you know what? Let me try something. I actually brought it back inside the house because I didn't drop it off the day I was supposed to. I set it in on top of my little shelf right here. And thank God that thing stabilized and flattened back out. And it was perfectly fine. No rocking, no nada. So once I wrapped it up, I said, okay, hey, am I delivering this today? Because I'm not leaving this in my truck again. <laughs> and I took it to them and everything was good to go. So, hey, yeah, don't leave stuff in a, a vehicle that gets extremely hot because it will bake it and make your wood twist. I like I like making my wood twist. Anyway, uh, sorry about that, Nap. But, yeah, so those jobs are gone. I've got a couple left to finish. Uh, i got to finish that Senior Master Sergeant Chevron box that I have not finished yet. It's, it was one of those, you know, just get it done when you get it done type things. All I have to do is put the um, the cork and the felt on and then finish it, put the glass on, and good to go. Uh, I've been having a little bit of an um, issue with a plexis, with my plexiglass, though, as far as putting it in and doing the finishing touches. I always seem to, like, scratch a small side or scuff a small corner. So I'm trying something different this time around. I'm not putting that plexiglass, regardless of having the little filament on it, until I'm done finishing it, period. Because I can use contact adhesive, I'll put it in there, it'll stick, it'll be fine. But I'm doing that as the very, very last step because I'm tired of having like the little, like what is it, little minor scratches on it. Because every time you look at it, like at a side view, you can see them and it bothers the ever living. Yeah, it's acrylic is hard to find a hard acrylic that won't do that to you. And honestly, I'm hoping in, in Maker Stocks stuff, I find that because they're, uh, they're, they're finishing, but that film that's on there mm-hmm. is a lot, um, I would say, a lot tougher than, let's say, like that plastic stuff you normally see uh, on most acrylics. So I'm hoping in, in their product I find that. I mean, I'm going to continue to use their stuff anyways because it's, like, awesomely priced and a lot. I don't know. It, it gets to me faster, I would say, than the Amazon stuff sometimes. So uh, I finally got the hat for this hat case, so I'm going to start building that probably tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a little bit deeper than the other cases that I make because I'm fitting an MTI statue in it. So it's going to add an extra four inches in depth. So it won't be anything different, really, just a little deeper, a statue in the middle with the hat behind it. Not, nothing too nothing too crazy. And then I'm doing, I'm tackling a different type of job coming up here. It's, uh, we're taking, so one of our members is uh, going away uh, in our organization and they wanted to make, send this person away with a bang. Well, they have this metal art. Uh, that's our, our patch. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, got the shield and all this stuff, all different color metals what and whatnot. Well, I'm actually going to make a layered wood logo uh, similar to the metal art, except, well, with wood. I've been designing it. It's going to have different level inlays to add depth to it. So, like, I'll have a cherry backer. Uh, I'm using cherry because it's cheaper than using a whole slab of walnut. Um, and just because the contrasts, I think, are better when you have the cherry and then you have, like, the accents of walnut. Mm-hmm. So they'll have uh, some accents of walnut. The flame on it for the torch will be mahogany. Um, a part of it will be like maple. And there are going to be different layers of um, inlays. So that way you can give it like a like a 3D look. Get a chamfer everything because they love chamfer edges. Uh, just, it just looks nice to me. So I got to make that. That's due like in the last week of me being here. So that'll be cool. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like all I got going as far as making is concerned. 
I'm just trying to see if there's really anything else. No, not really, because I'm coming to the end of my time here. But on a non-maker announcement, my house was sold. Uh, I'm under contract, which is pretty awesome. Big stress reliever there. Uh, we're just going through the, the paces now. I have my inspection tomorrow on this house to make sure everything's good to go. Uh, I will say that we're walking away good. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, rich. Not rich. Not like some folks I know that recently sold their house, but it's at least enough to walk away, get to the next house, make the necessary improvements on the garage, uh, like, you know, three 220 outlets and things like that. Uh, but also pay off some uh, pay off personal loans, stuff like that. But other than that, that's what's going on. I'm ready to move. I got like, what is it, 10 days? So I got thir- uh, 21, 22 days until I'm out of here. So that's a little crazy. Mm. But that's about it. Captain I Spence. got some news. Oh, what's up? About the giveaway for the 100th, the 100th episode. Yeah. So check it out. Not only are we doing all these giveaways, you know, the isotunes, the... The, the hand planes, um, the uh, clean cut woodworking uh, router sled, all that stuff, right? Makerstock is doing a Memorial Day laser cutter starter bundle giveaway, and they're sponsoring this for our 100th episode. So what you could win is uh, 12 by 20, 1 8 inch uh, red acrylic. You could win, um, and this is all together, 12 by 20, 8 inch uh white acrylic 12 by 28 inch uh, transparent dark blue acrylic 12 by 21 8 inch baltic birch plywood and 12 by 21 8 inch extra refined mdf that extra refined mdf is really good for sign making so um but that's their that's their memorial day laser cutter starter bundle yeah so we're going to be doing that giveaway as well on our 100th episode and on the on the 100th episode, too, we also, and thanks to old Matt Boltner over there at Boltner Woodworking, for our Patreons that uh, are getting those bags, you may or may not get a, a clip-it present or something maybe of the like in your goodie bags. So if you're one of those folks like myself, Nick, or Josh, who loses their pencil probably consistently in their shop, well, you'll have a place to stick that pencil and uh, you'll be able to clip it to your hat. Uh, that way you keep that pencil here. You saw Nick's reel about that. <laughs> Such a... It was so funny. You can dude. clip other things, apparently, to your hat. Like a router. Yeah. <laughs> Just go Just on. Make sure it's turned off. <laughs> Thanks, Walter Woodworking. <laughs> oh, it was man. great. That was a funny one. You know, yeah. uh, I, I do want to share one thing I did learn about the laser with Nat. I, I figured out how to use my autofocus while figuring out the uh, ramp test. Uh, my findings with that has been working perfectly. So what happened was I did the ramp test, figured out the ultimate measurement for how far my laser needs to be away. And commonly what people do is they actually make a little block of wood or 3D print something. But what I did is I moved my sensor. I actually moved the sensor the right distance away so that when it does the autofocus, it goes to that exact height and within like a millimeter um, and it's been working great. So, I mean, there are options out there. You don't have to stop using autofocus. And I know, uh, Nap is working on some other stuff to set that height without doing that, but it literally took an Allen key and me messing around with a couple of times. I only crashed it once. 
<laughs> Only one time. Oh, you mean when you you mean when you drag the entire nozzle across the freaking the grate? Oh, Josh and I are on on Instagram, and he's like, all I hear is, and then for the PG, oh crap! And all you see is, and there's a big line in his freaking uh, what you call it? That was more the honeycomb. That was more of learning how to operate and doing that at the same time. <laughs> um, so I probably should have waited a day or two to do that, but I was so excited to get it all adjusted and ready to go. Um, I'm glad I did. Uh, and because my wife is also using it and that allows her to go ahead and push autofocus. It autofocuses for her and then she don't have to mess with the block and doing the Z and all that. So for me, it worked. Um, I'm, I can't guarantee it's going to work for everyone, but um, it might be worth checking out. Uh, you have that feature. Why not use it? So do the ramp test, find your measurement, mess with the sensor, and uh, see what you can do. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the Makerstock promo code. Hang on. We do. Stand by. It's in the email. Here. It's Sawdust 10. It's Sawdust 10? All caps. Sawdust 10. Okay. So yeah, 10% off. It's a one-time use, but it'll get you started. And uh, if you spend, you know, a million dollars, you'll you'll save $100,000. Just think about it that way. Okay. <laughs> What? It's true. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're you're not wrong. I want to thank Victor for Wim Designs. I got two packages this last week from him. I got. um, Were they big? One was big. The other one was a little bit smaller, but they were heavy. Okay, (laughs) I got two sets of coasters uh, from him, and uh, one is to give away at the hundredth episode, uh, in addition to the one uh, Nick got, and the other one is a Sawdust Nation podcast uh, one for home. And then with it, he included some other stuff that I highly appreciate and actually put to use today. Um, so just thanks, man. I know you're on here listening, and I just want to reach out and say, you know what? You know, we have some of the best listeners out there and some of the best Patreons. Like, it can't ask for better. Um, and talk about Patreons. Let's announce our new Patreon that we got this week. You guys ready to do that? Yeah, go ahead. Trying to, make, <laughs> trying to spread the love a little bit. But um we got a new Patreon this week, and it's Stan Davis from the Lost State of Franklin Woodworks. Um, we've been talking to him. We found him. <laughs> we've been talking to <laughs> we him. We found him. He was lost. Now he's found. We've been talking to him for a, a, quite a while. Um, I actually – I forget. If you f- start following me, I started following him. I saw some of his mallets. We are talking mallets, and then uh, I started listening to the podcast. And it, it just – he's a good guy. Vet, obviously, you know, and uh, we love talking to him. He works on him. animals? Like a vet. <laughs> veteran like 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 cat cats and dogs no 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 no, veteran oh okay i thought you meant veterinarian my bad thank you for your service sir (laughs) Uh, okay just like that someone else pick up yep i have no idea where to go from there (laughs) uh thank you um, we appreciate you joining the club here and, uh, hopefully we can get him on this live here. I think he, he definitely appreciate it. And, uh, he always has something interesting to share and say. He lives in the area too. They should show up for the black party. He probably is. We're going to lunch with him. Aren't we not? I believe yeah. so. It's going to be at a, it's going to be at a, um, a awesome establishment. Okay. I have no I'm idea. Sure uh, we're going to show not, Stop. My wife's going to kick. They got great. They got great steaks. Anyway. If you or anybody else is going to be in the San Antonio area on the 24th of May and you would love to t- and you'd like to take us to lunch, please let it know. I'm playing. <laughs> hey, but real quick, Josh, you uh, you did you did remind me, and I'm sorry, Victor. It's been a hell a hell of a week. 
But uh, he did send a package to me as well. And there is something in there for Nick, too. I just didn't want to give it to Nick. Uh-oh. Uh, but I will give it to Nick. Uh-oh. No, it's uh, it's the mesh the mesh tubing yes. for our Marco Sanders. So, Nick, I got to bring that to you. But it's the mesh sleeve to put all your the, the tube and the cord in so it's not all over the place. Ooh. Uh, I, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited to get it on my Marco Sanders because I think one of the most annoying things in the world is having two cables just running all over the place while you're trying to pull your sander around. I 3D printed the little uh, the C channels that you could throw on to your retro hose. But the problem with that is like if it runs over, stop, Nick. <laughs> throw them on the hose, baby. <laughs> um, so if you uh, if you throw that in the hose and you're dragging it across like, the table, <laughs> it gets caught up and it pops off. It's a pain in the pops- you just huh? can't. You can't not say that without laughing. Like, come on. Where the hell is that? <laughs> Long story short, you saved my hose. I could drag across the table all at once and not get marked up. So thank you. Oh my god. We're guys. children. I'm sorry. For our listeners that are probably man, these guys are freaking children. Listen. All right, like <laughs> we have fun doing this stuff. So when we have, when we can have a good laugh, we have a good laugh. But on that, we are having a good time here. But but what? I think we can start wrapping this thing up, maybe? No, I never wrap it up. We're good to go. All right. All right. We got to cut a lot of this stuff out. But Yeah, we're having like a 30-minute episode. We'd like to thank our sponsors at this time. So, if you're in the market for a spindle kit or other accessories for your CNC machine, check out PWNCNC.com. Daniel over there is always hard at work in his workshop making new and innovative tools and designs for us to use on our after or excuse me on our hobbyist CNCs. So pwncnc.com, uh, hit him up on Instagram at pwncnc. Daniel's very responsive. For 5% off your purchase, you can use promo code SOLACENATION981. That's off everything, folks. So uh not just a couple of things or one time thing. So, and with that being said, we'd like to thank Total Boat for their continued continued support. Uh, Total Boat, uh, they are you know leading in epoxy and what is that little stuff you got there? UV cure, clear resin. UV clear resin cure stuff. <laughs> so check them out, TotalBoat.com. Uh, take Joss's word for it, or don't. Whatever. But uh, if you want 10% off your total boat order, go ahead and shoot us a DM. We will get that for you. And uh, like I said before, makerstock.com, uh, are, we're a new brand ambassador for them. So if you want 10% off your order at makerstock.com, use promo code. What was that promo code? Sawdust10. So makerstock.com, use promo code Sawdust10. That's a one-time promo code per person. So that being said... Josh or Nap? Yeah, yeah, it's my turn. Remember, it's the act like you haven't done this before. I'm oh, but I, oh, oh, oh. Dude, I don't But if you are listening to us on the Apple Podcast, Spotify, any of the podcast catchers, go ahead and give us five stars. Uh, and if you don't give us five stars, let us know why, because uh, we need that feedback to make sure we can give you all the content that you deserve. Uh, but as well, also for our patrons that tune in to the old YouTube link here to see us live during our uh, Patreon-only viewing of the podcast, uh, we appreciate y'all and keep giving us feedback in the chat even while we are, uh, well, we're going live. Uh, other than that, uh, if you need to get a hold of us, Josh, tell them how to get a hold of us. Well, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can reach out on Instagram, 
by reaching all three of us at the South Decision Podcast. Um, you never know who's going to answer, but, you know, that's part of the fun. We, we try to tag our names, but sometimes forget. So uh, bear with us and uh, ask questions. If you want to get a hold of us individually, go ahead and shoot uh, Nick here a message at MPG Creations. He'll answer some questions, and I'm sure uh, start an interesting conversation of sorts. And you can reach Nap at Naps Nutty Works LLC. Mind you, he is moving, so he's a busy man, but he's always making time for other people. Um, and then myself, Josh from North Country Woodworking. I'll try to reach out to you and uh, answer back as soon as I can. With that, we have an additional way. We have our email that you can actually reach out at SouthDestinationPodcast at gmail.com. And you know what? You send us a voicemail for the podcast. We can include that. You can ask us questions there and you can shoot us topic ideas as well. And then, you know, for the Patreons in the third tier, you can join us for a live episode every Tuesday around nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And uh, you can, can talk to us directly and shoot us questions to topics and comment on some of the stuff we're saying. And that's the best way to be part of this community we're trying to build, be a part of the podcast itself in each recording. So with that, let's go ahead with our final words and toss it over to Nup. Yeah, folks. So just like we always say, keep taking care of each other. This community only gets stronger if uh, we're helping each other out. You know, keep paying it forward. If someone teaches you something, be that person that can also help other folks out if they have similar issues or similar questions uh, to when you began and when you started. Because I'll tell you what, yes, I may be busy. I may be moving and stuff, but I do still make a conscious effort to help anyone and everyone out as much as I can uh, with the a lot of time I have that's free. Uh, but other than that, keep uh, keep making each other better, and uh, I'll see you guys next episode. Nick. Mm. And like always, take care of yourselves and each other. Until next time, uh, remember, folks, if you're going camping, make sure – Thank you for listening to episode 98. We have a couple more episodes to our 100th, and we can't wait to go ahead and join forces down in Texas and do that recording. Um, hopefully, if you're in Texas, we can meet up with you. Long story short, thank you for listening. Make sure you're turning us on when you can. If that's your right of work, making coffee in the morning, you know, time in the shop, or you know, just mowing the yard. Um, turn us on so we can uh, whisper in your ear. <laughs> you can see what's going on in the shop. And with that, Solidus Nation is signing off for the 98th time. Ninety-eight. Beep, beep, beep. So just because of ninety-eight, just let you guys know episode. that if you give a man a plane ticket, he'll fly for a day. But if you push him out of a plane at 3,000 feet, he'll fly for the rest of his life.